Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the RSL Random Fan Podcast. I am lead instigator, Brand Goble, joined by... Brandon Goble. And... Tyler Thomas. And we'll be talking about um, the game. The, the atrocity. What, yeah, yeah, can, the, can we have a moment of silence yeah, for all the hope silence. that was killed? Oh, killed but, so Yeah, the... Uh, uh, we. I know I showed up to watch the game. would have been nice if... Maybe they did too. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's an easy joke. But absolutely. Oh, uh, okay. So, okay. Before we dive in and talk about all the circumstances surrounding the game, let's talk about who was actually in the game. So, who who started? What was our starting lineup? All right. In the goal, Zach McMath, and then we had four across the back. We had Schmidt, Silva, Orozco, Herrera. Herrera was back. Okay. Yeah, that was a great first start, start of the year. First start. Okay. And, Second start. Probably uh four two three one, something like that. Uh we had Ruiz and Caldwell together in the middle, and then Miram, Krylock, and Cordova. Cordova and Bobby Wood up top. Those were the that's the starting eleven. Okay. Chang dropped to the bench as a result. Yeah, on the bench it looked like we had Brody Beasler, Rubin, Chang, Garcia, Davis, Luis, and Gomez. Yes. Okay. Surprising with Wood in the front. Yeah. Usually Cordova's got that spot pretty down. But yeah, but uh, they put him out wide, slid yeah. him out wide. I think they rotated quite a bit too, right? Yeah. Probably. Now, okay, so uh, subs that were actually used. We had uh, Brody come on at halftime for Cordova, right? Yep. And then Rubin came in for Wood in the 63rd minute, Chang in the for Schmidt in the 64th, and Everton for Caldwell in the 64th, and then Beasler. In the 81st. So, but let's talk about... My boy Bees getting back into the game. Let's talk all about that. His beautiful face, his beautiful Nose hair. Nose job is looking good. I love Bees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it wasn't his fault we lost. Yeah, so, but the first half, let's... <laughs> okay, let's, let's, talk let's start about it off. So the it, first half. Started off so. actually not too bad. Uh, what's his bucket? Uh, McMath had a great save on that cross going into the box. Really yeah. great save. I think it was a, it was on a high. That's a highlight real we save. Yeah, I was, mean he preserved the shutout for another fifteen seconds, twenty seconds, yeah. fifteen twenty. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It started out on a good note. It, felt it was like, a great save. You know, McMath was doing his job, doing great things. Because um, I mean, they did do a great play. You know, both of them switching off. One of them got free. It was able to get a header, but he blocked it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, like they pushed the it things wide. Things were going to be like they have been the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Some good play in the goalie, and uh, and then and then um, the wheels came off. So should we say the wheels came off, or we no, should we no, say no, no, no. that the Tati Castellano woke up? No. So I think I think you know, first goal right, first goal came off of a set piece. Tate Schmidt Schmidt didn't react very quickly. Did not lost oh. him. And why Castellano Golden Boot winner last year? Scoring nearly at will, it seemed like at times. Yeah. Why was Tate Schmidt marking him on set? Marking pieces? him on a set piece. I, uh, confidence, maybe. They, he had confidence to do it. I don't know. Overconfidence, perhaps. Well, he definitely <laughs> outsmarted him, like quite a bit. Oh yeah, little yeah. push off, and then Tate was like, "Oh, they kicked the ball." Yeah, he was. He had like a good four or five feet of space by the time he headed that in. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was definitely Tate Schmidt's worst game in an RSL uniform. Hmm. Yeah, it was a rather terrible game. We could say that about a lot of players, though. 
Yes, but Tate <laughs> Tate specifically had uh, a for yeah, just uh, howler uncomfortable, of uncomfortable, oh, maybe so you know uncomfortable. I mean? Like it was awkward to watch it. Yeah, I can right. That. I mean, he was getting beat off the ball. He got beat off that diagonal run for the second goal. He got beat by kicking a guy in the face for the third goal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, bro, like, okay. oh man, and like the, that that was kind of one of the things that that helped us early on in the season was that Schmidt came on and provided energy. He provided that that grit, that tenacity, and it was like that wasn't there. Not even well. Also, too, he was he was great on both sides, defense and offense. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, he was, was good. He was effective going forward. But yeah, I don't. Well, how much of that is a f- the an effect of where they have him playing? The start of the year, he was playing more forward uh, as a wing or on the wing. Um, oh yeah, in the three and five two, back. and a little more offensive minded. Put him back in uh, four. In a yeah. back four. In a back four, more defensive responsibility and more maybe man marking. That's just not, that's not his, his style. It's not his game because he came up as a striker. Yeah. So that's true. I think that goes to one of the circumstances of the game. And we're we're calling it a circumstance because it won't happen as we go to every single MLS stadium. Knock on wood, hopefully. Let's well, no other stadium will be sixty four feet wide. Like or sixty four oh, yards man. wide. Like, like it is not we, wide. We're gonna talk about that at halftime. No, we it I is, think we talk about that one right up front. Yeah, so it is New an York, absolute embarrassment. New York Stadium. Like, first of all, they had a midweek game there for the Champions League and they wouldn't play it at Yankee Stadium. Why? Because nobody should play soccer there. Because it's not a soccer <laughs> so stadium, that's first what of I, all. I wanted to have a conversation about yeah. this, you guys. So, you know, MLS is a huge empire. Uh, I mean, not humongous, but, you it's know. It's not the NFL, but we're but getting it's, there. But it's up there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very large, profitable company. So why is it we're spending so much money for all these teams and franchises and all this, and we can't afford an actual football field why is it we're doing it on a diamond where it's completely abstract have you ever played in a stadium it feels comforting because everything is around you right Right. there's no holes there's no big gaps you feel enclosed and you feel comfortable right because it's like an atmosphere type thing but when you go there you have way too much space on one side and plus being away you know, it's not your home field. So awkward. That is so intimidating and uncomfortable just in general. And then you add in, you know, the, the last year's winner. I mean, this is a huge, huge mental game, I yeah. think. No, I think that that's a huge space, too. Like, why is there a huge throw-in line on the one side and a, a dugout? Put some, you put know? some like, benches what? there or something, you know what I mean? Just to make it feel <laughs> uniform. And I just, I feel like it's almost like an unfair advantage because... Oh. Oh, totally. You know 100%. I, mean? I was going to bring that up, too. It Go is. ahead. Keep going. It is an unfair advantage because you have home home field advantage, right? So even if they feel somewhat uncomfortable with that being an open side, they have all the fans to root them on. So any sort of you know, uncomfortableness or, I don't know, threat, I guess you could feel, it's put away by the fans. But we are, there's no fans. And if they are, they're probably clear down where the pitcher or the catcher sits. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's just a terrible, terrible yeah. way. Yeah, and they kept showing the 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 the, the camera angle from like low, ridiculously low. Weird. Yeah, it was like weird multiple times throughout the game, and I was like, "Why are we seeing this?" And then on the replay, it was like 
from the back end zone, which I, I said end zone because it felt like a football stadium, but it's not. It's a baseball stadium. So anyway, it, it it's awkward. It's so awkward. The one corner is like right up against the wall. You can't even kick the ball out of there. Are you kidding me? So yeah, it is. Uh, we were talking about this earlier too, as being an unfair advantage. In other areas, I mean, Seattle, Portland, we talked about New England playing on turf. artificial turf and awkward stadiums. You know, they, they have the advantage of understanding the Isn't bounds. Vancouver turf, too. Vancouver might be. I think the Mad Vancouver plays in both turf and grass, only two different stadiums. But anyway, there it's not uncommon to have. It's kind of like when the Celtics used to play in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. The garden. The garden. Larry Bird, those guys, they knew where all the secret bounces secret were. bounces were in the floor and <laughs> the wood. The wood and was weird. Every spots. stadium was like that. Every stadium, you know, I'm sure. Had ours, quirks to it. Quirks. RSL has altitude. That's what I was just going to say. But this stadium yeah. with the postage stamp size, the different grass, I'm not an expert, but I don't think the grass is the same. No. It's certainly not cut the same. It's not cut to the same length. Yeah, like the infield, the part they put over the infield was different cut color. and mm-hmm. color and texture of grass. So that lends to a whole slew of things. I mean, it's not like they had a drainage pond in there. No, right? no. Like They were close, but, you know, not quite. Yeah, it was makeshift. And there was a whole bunch. I think all those add up to where if you're a team that plays on that all the time, and they looked like they were comfortable playing that style of ball, and RSL should have been ready. You know, there's a lot of variables, a lot of variables, but they should have been more well, and, ready. And to play. Easter Sunday, right? I mean, let's throw that in there too, right? Away from your family on a holiday, maybe that doesn't play a role throughout the whole season. But maybe in help. one game, you're just a little off. I don't know. It's a circumstance. And the early kick time. What was that about? Yeah, one thirty. Yeah, Eastern time, right? Yeah, a little off. 1 o'clock Eastern time, 11 yeah. o'clock our time. And who knows? Maybe they were on vacation. They were out getting that uh, their, their favorite their New, New York, York dog. Sli- <laughs> their favorite New York slice at Saboro. <laughs> like Michael Scott. Their yeah, like favorite Michael dog. Scott. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my sure. Yeah, I, sometimes it like last year when they traveled, they they posted like a video of their travel log, and maybe it was just somebody that was overexcited from the, you know, they were all tour wore team out or whatever from but, going to the Empire State Building. Yeah, I mean, like, they all had to hold hands and sit, so they didn't lose each other, <laughs> right? So was, if you go back to New York once a year and lay an egg, is that the worst thing ever? No, is it horrible? No, can we get by it? Yeah, but man, what a kick in the gut, huh? Well, we got to use it. We got to use that. It'd be interesting to see too, because I think when we when we start talking about the start of the season, you guys had higher hopes. I thought they would be lucky to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. kind of right around in, in there. And I wonder, is this a game you just forget about, or is it? Red flags oh, going no. off, alarms going off. For me, I think this game is closer to who RSL actually is as opposed to the first four games of the season. First four games of the season, 10 points. Next four games of the season, we played eight, two points. Well, here's the thing, too. So we have Orozco, who is new, right? This is only his second or third start. 
Yeah, he's 17 years old. Still. Right, right, right. But then also, <laughs> Herrera, this is only his second start to be in the game the whole time. Yeah, 100th um, appearance, but... Right, Crylock's back into it. So the starting start of the season, we had a great jive with everybody that's on the field, right? Now we're slowly adding in players that are supposed to be the role players, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to all of a sudden jive. Like, everybody's right. role is going to be just as what it was before. So I think, you know, like, strengths and weaknesses-wise, I think we're going to need to figure out everyone in the starting 11 again. Right. Like and we did at the beginning of the season. I, I agree. I think there's there's a bit of, once change starts to kick in, there there's a bit of a learning curve. But oh, I hope it's not this painful again. We can't go to Portland and lose 6-0 again. No, and that, that no, we're will, not going to. That will be an interesting game to see. I think that's where it's always the next game, um, right? But, but we're seeing, Portland's had our number. They're, yeah. they're the only other team that's beat us this bad, and they've done it twice. They should be ready to play. A hundred percent. This is a fuel game. This is a. This is a. We lost this bad. Like we're not going to let this happen again. Otherwise, we shouldn't be stepping out there. If we're if we're going to be like, oh yeah, we lost because we suck, then okay, go home. Bye. You know what I mean? That's yeah, they, they. I could not believe, knowing how tiny that field is, that first half, the first half an hour, it was just hilarious watching it. But how open New NYCFC was all right. over the place. They went. This right is a tiny field, us. and we still can't stand by their guys that are like, what is happening? Like that ball that was played through for the second goal. Yeah. McMath oh. was in no man's land. What? He started to come, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm so not going missed- to get there." And and Schmidt didn't take a good angle, and that ball just got played in behind, and everybody just kind of looked at it like, "Oh, there well, it goes." I watched that again. So that was a really well weighted ball. McMath yeah. thought it was a lot heavier. He thought right. it was going to travel a lot farther. The grass on the, the grass field. is just going to say yep. he's used to also a wet shorter grass field so it's gonna skip a lot farther and you could tell he was he was coming out at at speed and he got to the edge of the box and he was like oh crap i'm I'm this is too early (laughs) and you know and it it felt like it wasn't necessarily his fault it's just the fact that we weren't prepared for the conditions that were there you know i don't know i didn't see that as a mcmath fault i thought that was just an overall you know yeah but if he stays home then it gives Tate a, a chance to run him down and push him wide. And he was going wide one, to get that ball. Like that ball came in and he had to come from the right side and he was heading left and he had to go a ways. But once he took the touch around McMath, he was, yeah, it was easy. But know, Schmidt should have been easy. a lot quicker. So that way McMath didn't have any second chance, like second and guesses. Maybe Zach doesn't have faith in and the Schmidt-Tate's it, defensive abilities. Well, I mean, also, yeah. he just let him by on the first goal, so maybe he is thinking maybe he's a little bit slower, he's not reading really well. So, first and, two goals. And, and speed. Speed. Oh, we the, looked so slow out there. Yeah, the other thing, too, is NYCFC has some really good players. Yeah. Those top four. Heavy up front. Those top Holy four players cow. up top, I don't know all their names other than the Castillo. Tiago. And that, uh, yeah, that one, the kid with the hair, he's like 1920s, Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kid. He was making, he was giving uh, Herrera fits. Herrera was doing a good job, but that dude is talented. They have some talent up top, and they took it right to us. And maybe, maybe it would have been a good game to go with five in the back, and instead um, of. But who knows? Uh, it's all water under the bridge at this point. Um, but honestly. then, so they got the two goals. Tate got caught ball watching or not watching. 
and then he uh, got burned on the he got burned on the weighted pass to weighted the left pass side. and a good run. Yeah, I don't love the term ball watching. Um, I, I I liked your term not watching because he was not ball watching. He didn't even look at the ball. The ball was not there. Yeah, you can almost see it if you watch the replay. Like he <laughs> goes, like, oh. They kick the ball, and he tries to get back. Oh, crap. Castellanos can score. Yeah. And then uh, the third goal uh, just High kick in the face. Yeah. Trying to clear the ball out. Which, out of all the the goals that Schmidt gave up, I kind of like that. At least the first three in the half, the three in the first half he gave up. No, like, he he didn't see him coming. He kicked him right in the face, which, hey, you know, Cordova got kicked last week so maybe it was our turn to dish it out you know but here, here's the thing that that um, a, a lot of people uh, on Twitter jump on and say this and and you know I used to think this way as a player like and and I still do think this a little bit it's not as bad as it used to be anyway what I'm saying is you gotta have somebody who's gonna go in and get physical and turn the match into less of a chess match and more of a checkers match, if you know what I mean. Start bumping people around. You got to start throwing your weight around, trying to get a couple fouls in there. They outfouled us in this game. Yeah, well, by like four or five. Well, it's it, tough to foul them if you can't even get close to them. That what? See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah like, where was our enforcer? Krylock's not our enforcer. He might be our captain. He might lead by example and all these good things. But we kind of need an enforcer. And if Everton's not in, Caldwell's not an enforcer. Ruiz isn't an enforcer. He likes to yell at people, but I don't know that that's enforcement. You know what I mean? Who's going to take that tough foul? And I think Schmidt was trying to do that, and it just kind of backfired. Yeah, I think Silva has that job on the back line. I think Silva's been the enforcer this year. But you're right. There's nothing in the middle right now that is really an enforcer because Ruiz is not 100%. Which was... A big concern coming into the season, right? That was the yep. one play. Well, not the one. It was probably the weakest point on the team for RSL was the midfield, mm-hmm. especially the combination of Louise and Ruiz. They just weren't getting it done last year. And for the most part, Pablo's done a good job. But you're right; they don't have anybody that is enforcing the middle, and people are just going right through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, the, the that I, don't, I can't even remember which goal it was now, but Orozco stepped up to try to be aggressive and, and pressure on Castellanos, and he just kind of got turned and knocked the ball in behind, and, and then it was Silva on two. We were supposed to have five in the back, and it was Silva 1v2, and the one guy just kind of stepped over it and let it go in, and the other guy back post finished, and I was just like, oh, man. So painful. I mean, at what at what point did you just just like want to turn it off? Um, I don't know. I, I did, did. You get to that point? No, actually, I actually I didn't get to that point only because I knew we'd be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brendan? Did you get to the point where you're like, oh, just make it stop? It's so painful. I don't know, man. When it rains, it pours. I will admit, though, if this had been last season, like uh, the playoff game with Portland, um, where they we gave away the goal within the first three minutes, yeah, you're, I, you're out. You're I, like, okay. I'm out. This would have been a game last year if we weren't going to talk about it. I would have been like, 
yeah, I'm done. It's it's Easter. It's 3-0. It's halftime. I am totally done. Yeah, yeah. I I start to get mad, you know, and I think a lot of fans do too, especially when they feel like it's an effort issue. Um, Which if, it was. If it's a skill issue, that's one thing. Like right, like I try to say this in multiple different ways, but if I get scored on in a cool way, it's almost like, hey, respect, bro. Like. If David Beckham scored on us, or you know, the, the Thompson Ronaldo goal last or, week against Toronto, yeah, Thompson's goal against Toronto, fine. But if it's like the the goal after that, where they kick us in the thigh and then score a goal, it's, it kind of feels like you're hard done. And yeah, that this game was a little bit of both, self inflicted goals and skill goals. And but at the end, it was just like oh, so yeah. painful. So, Anything else from the first half, other than the fact that uh, Tate Schmidt just did not have a great first half. Rough, rough game overall. Because it finished 3-0 at halftime. 3-0 at half. Uh 3-0 at half. So um, why don't we uh, move into halftime? Halftime! We made it to halftime. Orange slices. Orange slices. So who who uh, who would you give? Your orange slice too, for the first half. For the first half, um, I would, I would honestly just give it to McMath. You know, I think he, I think he did make great saves. He was pretty smart. Got a little, you know, confused on that weighted ball. Um, but he was, he was holding his ground. You know what I mean? I think, I think he did really well. I'm not giving up on him. You know. Yeah, I, I think uh, there was some talk during. Even during the first half, Dunny was all over the effort and the fact that this is the type of game where players can totally play themselves right off, mm-hmm. right out of the starting lineup and Just, onto the bench. And I think Tate Schmidt uh, might have done that. Might have done that. I, I think he might have played himself right into becoming the new manager. For RSL, you know the ball guy, that, the ball boy, the guy that, <laughs> oh, that hauls man. the cones around. So I didn't know. Man, just so uncomfortable it felt but, like. But I would give Tate Schmidt my orange slice for the first half. You know, for kicking a guy in the face. Yeah, picking up a solid <laughs> yellow. And if you're gonna Stupid. kick anyone, kick oh my, my boy God. Keaton. Okay, so here I'm gonna go with my my, my segment here. Mm. Best worst name on the other team. And and the the award goes to Keaton Parks, not just because his name's Keaton, right? There's plenty of those out there in the world, and if your name's Keaton, feel free to plug yours for this segment. <laughs> My coworker's named Keaton. Hopefully, he yeah. hears this. So Keaton, well, we'll know if he listens to the podcast, won't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So if your name's Keaton, fine. Uh, but if your name's Keaton Parks and you're from Texas, you you probably want to act more like Clint Dempsey, right? In in my opinion. He is the quintessential soccer player out of Texas. Now he plays for New York, I get it. But if you're pretentious enough to put your first name on your jersey... You get kicked in the face. You get kicked in the <laughs> face by our boy Tate Schmidt, right? When did they allow that? You don't see Tate out there with his name Tate on the back. Or taters. Can you imagine? <laughs> taters on the back of his jersey? Come on. Come on, Keaton Parks. Anyway, there, there's my uh, best worst name, and it's because he chose his first name to put on his jersey. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what a awesome. punk, man. 
What a dupe. <laughs> they, All could, right. they could do the old uh, XFL and just put their nicknames. <laughs> he, their hate nick- he hate me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he uh, kicked me. He hate me. He kicked me. He face. <laughs> yeah. So Brody came on and tried to establish a little bit of... Uh... We're not done with halftime yet. Oh, sorry. Wow, jeez, man. Take oh, the I... reins, why don't you? get so excited. I would love your passion. <laughs> Cordoba was out at half. Sub. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, one of the things that we talk about um, to bring up at halftime while we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, CCL. Oh, yeah, the Champions League. The Champions League. Uh, I am on the fence. CONCACAF. I am on the side of not rooting for Seattle because I have not gotten over the 2011 final that RSL should have won. Um, Fabian Espindola missing a pretty much wide open net that all we had to do was tie and we win the Champions League. We lose 1-0 because of... Oh, yeah. El Chileno. Suazo. Oh, yeah. I remember you flipping out about that. Oh, but that that oh, so was frustrating. It was the most. It's the uh, the best soccer experience I've ever had. At Losing. that final, yeah, because mm. no one sat down. Yeah, the entire game it was electric, and I don't want any other fan base to experience that in MLS <laughs> until we do. Because I'm that I'm that petty. You know these these Seattle Seattle teams. Just feel like they take so much life out of you. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you're like you should sit down on a couch and talk to somebody about Seattle. <laughs> there, was, there was this guy Garth, and uh, he was really he used good. to be here. But he now used he's to be there. here, and then he left us. He left us with this jerk, freaking Garth, Garth, Garth. So yeah, I'm I'm on the fence. I would rally. Okay, go ahead, Bofo and Pumas win the CCL. But the last thing I want to that'd be see- awesome if a Salt Lake person, okay, Park City. Whatever. Bofo wins the Champions League, though. But That'd can be cool. I'll cheer for him. If, if he fakes left and goes right and scores. Yeah, but can oh. you imagine the, what they will They will go on and on and on if Seattle or Portland or oh, uh, one of these other teams. We would never hear the end of never, it. Oh, they're playing Barcelona who, or whoever the other teams are in yeah. the Club World Cup. It won't be Barca. Maybe Real Madrid. Real Madrid. They're playing they're Real, Real Madrid Club. or Liverpool or Man City. Atletico. Um Atletico Madrid. No, Atletico's too up? angry. Oh, savage. They lost the uh, Champions League. Oh, is it against Chelsea? Chelsea. It, it yeah. was, it was a fight? fight at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's his... Uh, the yeah. Former Chelsea player picking oh, a fight the, with him after. Down in the corner. Like, yeah, one of the... Yeah, kicked him after. After he like, didn't even get the ball, kicked him right after. Yeah, rolled over on him on purpose. So, yeah. me being a little bit petty in those things, I am not rooting for Seattle. Even though Bofo is not my favorite, is on Pumas, I'll be rooting for Pumas. So I don't know where you... How about you, Brennan? You you break the tie on this one because I'm all USA all the time, red, white, and blue. Uh, Yeah, I don't care about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about this homegrown, this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, he's from Park City. We need him on the team. He's got to be amazing. How exciting would that be? He'd be like, yeah, he grew up in Salt Lake. Great job. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care for... Either one of them. I don't care about Pumas. I think Pumas is. I like their jerseys. They're kind of cool. Um, the big lion on the front. Yeah, I think that's lion. pretty pretty yeah. rad. Um, the whole Seattle thing. I think that will turn into a pretty pretentious. You know what I mean? Just like, oh my gosh, shut oh, up. Yeah. Nobody we, cares. You know what I mean? Like, you lost this game, but you won the Champions League. Great job. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. 
I'm either. Neither. Mm-mm. Either slash neither. One vote for Pumas and one for Seattle. So we'll see how it how it plays out. So anything else at halftime before we get into the second half? Yeah, did they do an Easter egg hunt at halftime? Well, they could not find a single RSL player. <laughs> <laughs> there were none left. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe that's what they were doing. There's a bunch of kids that got confused because they said they're going to do it at the baseball field, and they're like, "Wait a second, is this a soccer field or a baseball field?" Maybe they did it before, and the guys were just all hyped up on sugar, and they were just, (laughs) yeah. So anyway, halftime's over. We uh, gave out our orange slices, talked about some other stuff, and as Tyler so excitedly mentioned, Cordoba sub at half. And um, confused about that one though. Did Brody seem a little slow or what? What prompted that, do you think? Change I of formation. Think, yeah, change of formation. I think they went to, f- they put five in the back, maybe hoping to get more people, go to three, five, two, get more people forward. If maybe it's the thought process of we're down 3 0, let's throw some people forward, see if we can't nick a Up goal early and, stuff. and get back into the game. And because what's the difference between losing 3 0 or 6 0? Uh, dignity, Six, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps that's a, that was the theme that Dunny kept going on and on. I think he could see that nobody had any um, drive. gumption, drive, drive. Nobody had any Easter fight in them. <laughs> yeah, nobody. <laughs> nobody was uh, really going gangbusters uh, for the badge, so to speak. So I think that's probably why they wanted to do that. Maybe that's how they should have started the game, um, getting some more people forward um, or having five in the back to go against the very talented top four at NYCFC. Well, yeah. I think that was a smart play by uh, Minestrone. I think doing that 4-2-3-1, um, I think what he was trying to do was balance both the front and back end. Um, it's just it's a little unfortunate because – I feel like Schmidt, if he was a little bit stronger, uh, we wouldn't have such an issue, obviously. I mean, there was three goals, mainly because of him. Um, but then also, Ruiz generally is a, a player that stays back, so I figured he'd be more dominant up there, but he wasn't. Caldwell's been doing a great great season. I think he would have been. I mean, I didn't even hear mu- see he much looks of him. A, he looked a step slow everywhere he went. Caldwell just seemed off, you know? Well, the whole team looks slow compared to yeah. NYC FC. They are. Did they all party before? Maybe, maybe. You and know, we talked about Krylock isn't fast, right? Like I've been to, there before. To start with, right? He he's mm. positionally good. He's great in the air. He's a good leader, but he's not fast, right? Um, a couple of our guys are fast. The fastest guy, like, Jane. did you see the end of the game stat? Fastest run of the game or whatever, right? Pablo Ruiz. Usually, it's Justin Glad. Oh, Justin Glad is incredibly fast, and Pablo Ruiz is not fast. Yeah, but he hit top <laughs> speed, 19.7. I was like, hey, that's usually Justin Glad speed. So for, I don't know, however, how long they have to maintain that burst of speed. But, yeah, cool he, he was the speed of the game. And it looked like the change. Um, we can go back to the, the change, though. I yeah. wonder, I personally would have left Cordova, Cordova on. I think he's. I like him more than I like Bobby Wood, and I might have made that switch instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that it would have really mattered at this point, but I was kind of surprised they took Cordova off 
and not Bobby Wood. But it did work for the first five minutes. It looked like RSL came out to play in the second half. They were <laughs> well. I feel like they had a plan, so they, the plan kind of overran their indecisiveness. They're like, "Okay, I got a plan. I'm gonna stick to it." And then um, Tate Schmidt got caught forward, and uh, they were all out of sorts in the back, reminiscent of last season's three-five-two extravaganza. And New York City makes them pay big time. Six, seven, eight minutes into the was it like the fifty-second minute? Fifty-five, yeah. Fifty-five. Uh, make them pay. Um, Tate Schmidt is way open, and you were talking about Silva being out of position. Well, he was too covering far. two guys, so yeah. anytime you're covering two guys, you're out of position, right? Or mm-hmm. somebody else is, really. Which Silva was probably super frustrated in that game. You know, it looked like he was trying to cover three guys the whole game. And it was a great pass. Uh, they found their open player. Kind of got one-on-one. Zach McMath, what, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just hope yeah. you guess right. Yeah. And they end up going up four, and that was kind of the ball game right there. I think if RSL makes a change to come in, they get a goal back. New they York have C- some fight. They have some fight. New York City hasn't started off the season relatively well until <laughs> they met Real Salt Lake. So maybe you get that doubt in their minds, and three, maybe you can get some dignity back, end up 3-2, or at least not embarrass yourself more like they did. And and that's why I was surprised that after the 57th minute when they got their fifth goal that uh, we waited till the 63rd minute and then made three subs and brought on three veterans. Why? I don't know. What does Chris Garcia have to do to get into the game? The guy is yeah. quick. What does well, Michael Chang have to do to not get in the game, right? Like, that dude, we know what we're getting with him, and we're down 5-0. Why are you subbing Everton into the game? We know what we're going to get from Everton, and we don't need it in this game. Why no. not put in the other guys at that point? And we yeah, put in Rubin for Wood. Okay, fine, he's coming back from an injury. I, I can take that one and say, okay, Rubin, here, get we're going to get some minutes, right? And I, I like the Beasler sub in the 80th minute. To you know, get my boy bees back on the field with mm. his good hair and his good looks and his... yeah, he needs he needs to start. I think I don't think he should have been subbed at the eighty first minute. That's kind of a pathetic. But yeah, like fifth. why not play the kids at that point? Yeah, you, you know the game's over. It takes the pressure off of them. Put them in there and let them get some run. Woody Davis time. hasn't embarrassed himself when he's come in. No, he... he's 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 yeah. held his own just fine. Yeah, that's very surprising. I would expect. I would like to see something with Bodie Davis and Garcia. Yeah, play the kids. And, you know, Miram wasn't, you know, I don't think he was really playing the best game of his life. Um, I think we should have taken out Wood and Miram. You know, leave Krylock, tactical genius that he is. Am I right? (laughs) Um, And then put on some speed, you know, allow Krylock to, you know. Play with the kids. Play with the kids. And then Cordova also has been so good at dishing. You know what I mean? He's getting in the right places, getting the ball. And if we have something quick, he has a dish and we're good. Well, one thing about about Cordova, I think people are waiting for him to find his scoring touch. Mm-hmm. I think that Cordova's one of his issues is Cordova's issues is that he he's playing down to the level of his teammates, right? Mm. I think he is better than most of the players on RSL, and they don't know how to bring him into the game, and he's trying to bring them into the game. So uh, it could be a point there where he's trying to. Be a good teammate and bring his teammates along, and in the process, he's not playing to 
being selfish and like Johnny Menendez would if he were healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. My boy Johnny. I think Cordova is a very talented guy. The only problem though is because we don't have anybody else to his level, he's he's playing against two to three defenders every time he gets the ball. Yeah. There's nothing where it's him one on one or a chance to make something. It's literally he gets the ball and he can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? If there's one guy on him, there's somebody covering, you know, the back post. Like there's it's just so much. And that was not only with him, but Bobby Wood. Early in the second half, Bobby Wood's down on the right-hand side. There's three guys around him. And the rest of the Real Salt Lake is just watching Bobby Wood trying to get around. Yeah. Three players make a run. <laughs> Not even Cristiano Ronaldo would do well with that. No. no. Like, come on, man. I mean, Rubin might do okay. He'll at least get a shot off, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like a hope in and a prayer. Yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's a flawed system. Because I think Cordova, with speed, makes up for the weakness of those other players. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's one thing that RSL really lacks that was really apparent is any players with speed. Who does that make you want for? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Anderson Julio? <laughs> mm-hmm. Dang, I miss that guy. One thing you brought up, too, that, that I, I noticed with Chang, too, right? You guys said, we know what we're going to get with Chang, and that's a guy with zero vision. Mm-hmm. There was a play after he came in. Um, um, did he start? No. Came yeah, in he came point. in. And there was a wide open RSL player, and he had his head down. He could have played him right on, right in one on one with the goalie, or in the box, mm-hmm. and he just had his head down. Well, that's was something I really noticed when I watched, you know, on the sideline for the Lions Club or whatever. Every time he touched the ball, it wasn't scanning. It was paying attention to the ball. My next tap, and then I look. You know what I mean? It was not scan, 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 receive the ball, touch, look. You know what I mean? There, It was like he just scared to lose the ball. Yeah, just not as natural to move with the ball and look just around have, as Michael Bradley did last week. Doesn't have the or, confidence. Or um, Harry, Kane, Harry Kane uh, oh, so last week. there They had a uh, a highlight where he he uh, played, a, played a ball with his head, just glancing header in the yeah. middle of the field. He looks around, the ball comes to him. Just barely nicks the ball, and he puts a son on one-on-one with the keeper. And it's yeah. just like, Chang, not expecting him to be Harry Kane, obviously. Oh, man, you're but, opening up a box right there with Premier League skills to MLS. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, not expecting them to be that, but it should There's be. There's going to be some form close to that. Yeah. Work on it, yeah. Work on it, man. Chang, I think Chang and some of these RSL players are as good as they're ever going to be. Michael Chang is 27, 28 years old. I don't think he gets much better. Is he that old? Yeah, he's an older he's an older cat. Rubio Rubin, I don't think he's no Rubio, Rubio Rubin's who he is. He's not getting any better. The only way Rubio Rubin gets better and some of these other players get better, especially if we want to score goals. Yeah, Chang's 31. If other Chang is 31. That's what it says. If there's Whoa. somebody else like an Anderson Julio that's opening up space, however they do it, whether it's speed or uh, style of play, nobody is opening up space for these goal scorers uh, up top. I, I honestly feel like everybody on our team right now is like the one that waits for something to happen. You know what I mean? Like they're not the ones that create it. They just like the repercussions of it. You know what I mean? That's what you're saying. Like when Bobby Wood was by himself. Like everything is just, oh, let's see what he can do, and then maybe I can be open. And they've done it um, better at times this season. 
you know, this game against New York City hopefully is a one-off. I have concerns that it's not. I think it's more of a red flag than just a goldfish situation. Where you just, <laughs> yeah. you know, Ted just forget. Just forget. No, yeah. I, I think Happy. this. Oh, you're going to remember this one. You need, and especially the front office, right? The the transfer window is still open till May 4th. Elliot Fall has said that in interviews that they're hoping, they're still hoping to make one or two signings before this window closes. But I think it's woefully apparent if you compare the roster between New York City FC and RSL, which one is the defending champ? Uh, completely, uh, completely built team, NYC FC, FC, FC. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I, I was so frustrated throughout this game, which I know most fans will be too. Um, I don't want to just forget it and move on, but I want to – remember it and move on because when i remember something like that i, I play angry and i, I think rsl kind of has to play angry they kind of have to play with a chip on their shoulders a little bit they kind of have to be the underdog to really get to back to who we are as a club we're, we're never going to be the club with all the top talent in the league we're going to have to be gritty that's going to be us that's our identity and as a fan base, I think that's what we appreciate. Grit, tenacity, hustle. Beating Those are teams things. we're not supposed to beat. Yeah. That's what makes it And you exciting. have to be a team that people don't want to play. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Make it hard for us to, to for them to after, play After, no one is scared after that game. No, no one yeah. is scared. Everybody's looking for it. Oh, okay. We know how to beat Real Salt Lake. Um, so... Yeah, so the second half started out great, and then they gave away that silly goal. And then um, the fifth goal was the Orasco. Um, uh, yeah, he just looked. Like I got the ball. I got the ball. No, you didn't. La pelota. You weren't even close. <laughs> no, you weren't even close, young man. <laughs> yeah, I'm he like, only got a yellow, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he got a yellow on that. I think it was because that was full studs. Um, yeah, half step behind, goes for a silly challenge. That's, silly yeah. challenge. Silly but, challenge. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Orozco because I feel like in this game, it was like, hey, you know, welcome to MLS, and this is what you're going to have to get used to. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot of weight put on his shoulders, and he was responding in, uh, I guess, what you would say is a reasonable response. You know what I mean? He yeah, was, as a 17-year-old kid. He was fighting. You know what yeah, I mean? he was trying to do his best to fight through it, which, you know, that's probably what your coach tells you he at could, halftime. Yeah, he got a little cut out of position on that fourth goal like everybody else. Yeah. And and then the fifth goal was the PK, and then the sixth, sixth and, goal. And to to Mac, McMath's credit, he got a hand to it. He but did. you know what? Let's save that save for a game that matters. Like that... I, I was okay that he got it, but he didn't block it because we need that luck in a different game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. didn't need that luck then. <laughs> you know, five nothing, six nothing, seven nothing. Yeah, goal differential matters, but before we get to the six six goal, when you're playing in a game and you're five oh down, your mentality changes no matter what. It's what, the sixty, seventieth minute, eightieth minute at this point? Oh, yeah. Before the sixth goal? Yeah, so Sixth it's like goal the was in the 87th was the fifth. 
Oh, okay. 57. Yeah. Oh, well, the anyways. Fifth, 57th minute you, was the fifth goal. Your yeah. mentality changes when you're 5-0 down. Yeah. You are sure. you're less motivated, you're you're not thinking the same sharp sharpness that you're normally thinking. And that's what's going to lead to goal number 6. Exactly. Dishing the ball to McMath. McMath being very threatened throughout the game, unsure of himself, not unsure of himself, but really just nervous. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Gideon Zalalem, he's been trying to prove for years that he belongs. He was in Arsenal's academy. He got a couple of Arsenal games under his belt, and then Arsenal just dropped him. And he went to Kansas City, and he's been a bench player. And, you know, he's out there trying to hustle and get his name on the score sheet. So he goes after Silva a little bit, puts McMath on his back foot. and Wrong foot, too. Left-footed. Yeah, just, just kick it out of bounds. Just give up the corner. Well, you, care, yeah, you but. say that because you know what happens. But you know right. he did do exactly. the right. He did Fair the right point. thing, just trying to clear, clear it. it. Yeah, but miss hits it. Yeah, and at that point, and plus Orozco came in. <laughs> yeah, then Orozco <laughs> like half blocked it. Uh, oh, and it, that just summed up the whole night. You but know, you know that's day, that's whatever. the show. Yeah. That's why I'm excited about Orozco, even though he had those hardships today. Like. He was the one that, you know, came in and tried to do something on that ball. Even though they're five nil down. Yeah. He still has that fight. That's mm-hmm. that's in amazing, yeah. Putting it and yeah, it deflected off of him awkwardly and then McMath, McMath was one footed. <laughs> like fell over. <laughs> he, he looked like an well, old no, man he, on that. He play. tried to reach up for it, but he yeah. fell over. Oh, just terrible. Well, what so, about the seventh goal? The seventh goal that was mercifully Taken Not off the board. <laughs> taken off the board by <laughs> Mercy Rule. Ismail Elfeth. Uh yeah, that was uh the reason that uh that they pulled that seventh goal off is because it was the Mercy Rule and then RSL would have had to add a player because they were so far behind. <laughs> it's like they do in use soccer. We're gonna and give they you do... two goalies now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can add a player when you when you go down seven. You can add a player. I think that's an indoor soccer rule somewhere. We had that five in, or in the youth or... league. I think it was oh, wasn't yeah. it five. Yeah. If you're down five goals, you could add a player. Just what? A... Yeah, in the yeah. rec leagues, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's where I played. <laughs> like we, you were there. Yeah, I was like, I, I scored like six goals on one team, and nobody extra came on. Well, that's because of you. We made that rule oh, because yes, you were so yes. mean to the other Absolutely. teams. Absolutely, I was, I was such a threat on the. If you were league. down five, you could add, yeah. uh, add a player just to make it more competitive. Yeah, try, try to is even that, it out a little bit. Is that Gobel? Somebody go guard that guy. Is that Gobel coming onto the Somebody field? Somebody guard that guy. He's killing us. Oh my us. gosh! But yeah, I, I think the uh, the last one could have easily just been a goal. That seventh goal, but I think Gelfat was like, "Well, I don't it, think you touched that cross." It was justified, and, and it wasn't into at the, the same keeper, time. but yeah, I it think, almost didn't change the play. I think a hundred percent all. I looking at that. If the game ended one zero, like we were talking about earlier, that would be. I wouldn't have any complaint about that being not a foul on the goalie. Yeah. The goalie made the play. The guy fell over him. He was nowhere near the play. McMath did not have a chance. Like when I watched the replay and how quick it was, I was like, "How did he blow the whistle that fast?" Because he blew the whistle before the ball even went into the goal. (laughs) And on the replay, it was like, "Fall, ball, and goal." And I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I appreciated the mercy rule. (laughs) Thanks, Ismail. I think Ismail uh, is one of the better refs, I think. And uh, also, we had Silvio Petrescu, the fourth official. Yeah. One of my favorite. Officials, I think they both. Those are two of my favorites. I don't know uh, much about the rest. Jurasevic's been around a long time, but yeah, Edwin. 
if anybody says that the rest cost us the game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's blame the refs on this one. They shouldn't allow that game to proceed on that ridiculous field. Now, I did see the, the review from Pro about uh, the foul on Crylock last week. There is a cool video out there where they actually debate it. And uh, the Oliveira, like, puts it up there. And he says, no, I, I saw this. I saw the ball behind his feet when this happened. Anyway, the they called him over and they said, no, look, he, he hits him in the thigh before he gets the ball. And and uh, anyway, they, they have this, like, they disagreed on the foul. So I thought that was interesting. And Pro put it out there, like, well, it's his call. He stuck with it. He, you know, kind of dug in, even though the other guy said, no, that's a foul, dude. He's like, no, I think the ball's behind him. So it's not a foul because he doesn't have possession. And that might be a reputation call, right? Maybe. He didn't want to overturn his call. (laughs) Well, everybody knows Crylock flops and doesn't stand up. Oh, that's what you're saying? Yeah, so who knows? I don't know. He wasn't going down before it happened, but the guy need him in the thigh. Like, anyway. Yeah, I I think all day long that's a foul. And that would have mattered for two full points where this goal mattered for nothing. No, it didn't matter at all. Um, yeah, so it would have been nice if the game was close enough to where the the officials could have had an effect on the game. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. And looking at the... So the game should have ended um, 7-0, but we were graciously granted only six a six-goal loss. And, and looking at the stats, it looks like uh, 14 shots to two shots... Um, five shots. Oh, wait. That's the uh, Liverpool-Manchester United game today. Oh, zing. Oh. Don't even Four get me started, man. Shots. Man United only had two, two shots. shots on, two shots. One shot on goal and uh, a whopping 28%. 28%? Well, you know. Wow. Did, they, did they watch RSL or something? Uh, no, they're just like every single player is getting out on free. They're in the transfer window free because the – Freaking! What happened to to Bruno, man? He, he do we not talk about Bruno on this podcast? Or Bruno's a great man. <laughs> I love Fernandez. I yeah, think he a, was doing great, and then they brought player. in Ronaldo, and now he's not as great. Oh and, yeah, and so sorry. We're no, I can understand why Manchester might have been off today. So Absolutely. sad to hear the passing of yeah. Ronaldo's uh, son, Ronaldo's uh, infant son. So yeah, that's really won't sad. give him too much of a hard time, but. No, I'll definitely not him. Also, Paul Pogba team. got booed last game walking off because he's not going to sign for Man United again. Well, well, sources say. He's not having success there. Why would he want to resign? Why would they want him to resign? Also, PSG is going to offer him a ridiculous amount of money. But why are we talking about that? Because he's what? French. Why not? I mean, Bring another home, team bro. in disarray. <laughs> yeah, tell so, me about anyway, it. back to the, the actual stats. Yeah. New York City, 22 shots. How many do we have? Uh, 12. Oh, okay. On uh, target? 12. Two? Five. Okay. We actually had five shots on target. Nice. Where were those? Yeah. Possession, yeah. we weren't as bad as previous games, but it was like at a certain point they didn't need to even. No, no. We were it no was threat, worse, so. I think, in the at the end of the first half. They had a lot more possession than 
they had 514 passes to our 388, which yeah, and again, our passing accuracy is way down. We're at like 74 and they're 83, right? Like, ugh. surprisingly, they had more fouls than us. Although maybe, that's what, maybe yeah, that that's what I'm saying. They cared 11. a little more, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they were more into the game. Two yellow cards for them, three for us. Um, two offsides for us. I guess we were doing something. Hey. And six corners each. I know. So a game overall. So close. So close. It could have <laughs> yeah. went either way. A game of inches. Absolutely. We what? need to say more cliches. Yeah. And uh, win. Well, it isn't a total embarrassment that MLS still we missed plays. it by that much. <laughs> so you're saying there is a chance. It's a million. <laughs> no, that that field's garbage. I, I really can't believe that we play there. And um, actually. New York is announcing that they're going to get a soccer-specific stadium for the team. They've been saying that since they came. Right. And a team backed by Man City. And the New York Yankees. One of the like richest teams. And they haven't figured out and how they, to get a well, soccer stadium. I mean, stadium. it's New York. It's, uh, it's just expensive. sad that they kept those colors. That baby blue. The baby, baby, baby like blue. There's like four teams with that color. Yeah, there is, huh? Yeah. So, anything else do we want to talk about about the game? We, jerseys, uniforms, not too, nothing to. The excite. matchup was good. I didn't like that Ian Joy was a little cranky on the broadcast, right? Like he's a former RSL guy, and he's on the broadcast. He did, he did defend the Claret and Cobalt though. He's like, "Oh, you get those colors right, my man, Claret and Cobalt." I was just gonna say, is that <laughs> Cobalt? And I'm like, I think it is Cobalt, sir. It is. It's Claret and Cobalt, dude. You get that right. And and Ian Joy knew that because he had played for Real yeah, Salt Lake. He's a good dude, but I. There's just something about just his voice. about the way he brings it. His voice just hits my ear so wrong. <laughs> it is a bit harsh really? sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I don't know what dude, it is. I think I every, love accents, but dude, every time you there should be soccer on, there needs to be a Scottish guy commentating. He just 100%. sounds so gritty and rough and. I wish I, I, I like could sound it. like that. Me too. Instead of sounding like a little boy. Yeah, and Ian is a good dude. He's gone through. He went through a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. He uh, is a great ambassador for mental health. Yep. And being aware. Just covering of your bases here. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. No, trying he, to be nice. Talking really trash was. and then covering. I'm, your I'm bases. afraid. Oh, to, I'm afraid that guy. Ian is going to listen to this and call me up and say, "Dozens and dozens of listeners. Dozens and dozens." Hey Ian, how you doing? Yeah, give me a call. My number is. Eight, what, what's your Whoa, don't throw out the area code. Oh, yeah, we're in the You've been here a while, huh? The 801. <laughs> oh, you're old I knew a guy that got that tatted on his neck. That's really I've smart. seen the 801. <laughs> and also the 208, the Idaho one. <laughs> he was really proud of that one. Even and worse. It was like old English, and it like was green huh? to blue, and it was Ugh. on the front of his neck. For, for Idaho? <laughs> he lived in Idaho Falls. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Interesting guy. Interesting yeah, guy. very. Yeah, uh, Idaho Falls are beautiful. Those falls are really pretty. Yeah, they're pretty nice. Name yeah, a poor nice. choice without name. Oh, anyway. Just so around the league, anything stand out? Montreal won again. Ah, uh, yeah, Montreal, and and uh, I think our boy, uh, Joe, jo- jo- yeah, that uh, guy, oh, Jordy. He, I think he's got it, dude. I think we might we might see him in the World Cup. We could. Uh, San Jose fired well. their their coach so they can go back to playing regular soccer instead of whatever it is they play over there. Oh, yeah. The uh, man, man marking. Man marking <laughs> yeah, Alberta. weird, weird way of doing soccer for sure. Yeah, so pretty, weird. Uh, I think yeah. tied Nashville 2-2. Two, two. 
Yeah, and pretty boring weekend, I guess. People a lot were, of zero zeros. Yeah, Houston, Portland, Atlanta, Cincy, Red Bull, FC Dallas, all zero zero. Toronto wah, wah. Uh, beat Philly surprisingly. Philly, um, best team in the league by yeah. a lot of. Uh, I thought there should have been a red card in that one, but you know, they they ended up going yellow, which just just being nice. New England got to play Charlotte, so maybe they're off to Snide. Maybe they're. Uh, getting put yeah, back New together it, on the same weekend that uh, New York broke us, we or we fixed New York. We fixed New York. Yeah, we fixed New York. We fixed New York. <laughs> yeah, and, and New England kind of got welcome. unbroken. Right? You're welcome, New York. Oh, yeah. and Chicago, LA Galaxy, zero zero. Oh, Brent. did you see the DC game? Oh, it was uh, DC was up two nothing and two then... nothing at the half, and he scored. He took his shirt off, and he's like, "I'm Ola Kamara. Look at me." And then right before halftime, he had a really weird tackle on a player, and he got yellow carded, oh, no. and he got <laughs> tossed. So they were up 2-0 at half, both his goals. But then he gets red carded, and then uh, your boys out of Texas go in and score three goals after the 80th minute and win. Yeah, three goals in 10 Bro, minutes. don't yeah. sleep on them. Don't yeah, sleep the on Texas's, them. Texas the Austins. And uh, brand Miami came up with a victory over Seattle. <laughs> it yeah. might not be a brand. Yeah, it's more interesting. Than, more than more a brand. Than, that's what. No, Miami still, more than a brand. I still think they're in last or second to last yeah, in they, the East. So they have a long way to go. And LAFC uh, took it to uh, Kansas City, which is always great. And when somebody takes it to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. All right, that was around the league. Any rumors? Uh, we did mention that, uh, especially after the game, that people are like, whoa, we need to get some reinforcements in here. Sooner the better. So hopefully some qualified individuals. Yeah, and, and uh, I think if you watch the, uh, the Open Cup this week, uh, there will be the opportunity for some of those guys to kind of show off their skill. Maybe some of these younger guys with uh, the up-and-comers maybe show off their skill enough to get an MLS contract, get a call-up or something, maybe. I mean, who are we playing? The, the, the Northern Colorado Hailstorm. Hailstorm, yeah. I was thinking that's an interesting name for a team. It's a horrible name. It does a lot of damage, though, if you think about it. A lot of hoods, a lot of yeah, top of cars get damaged. I, I, I mean, that's a pretty pretty solid yeah, it's team a, name. We it's should like playing change. against a bunch of bees, you know, like yeah. dee, 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 they're stinging you. Uh, yeah, I think more hey, like uh, can kill. the insurance companies. It's just <laughs> tedious, man. It's tedious to play these guys, you know? <laughs> but hey, would rather have them than, you know, Seattle roll into town or something. Gosh, we hate Seattle, I guess. Holy cow. <laughs> I feel like I just don't have no, just any don't hate towards them. them. Oh, okay. I just don't want to play them in the Open Cup again, you know, like... Let's play Portland again, you know, like, ugh. Anyway. So, yeah, that's uh, Jersey. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday night. We'll see if uh, the Hillstorm have. Usually these lower league teams have some pretty uh, pretty cool, pretty creative uh, uniforms. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, so I'll have my fingers crossed that they're going to excite us with some fancy-dancy Unistorm. uniforms. Unistorm. Unistorm. That would have been a better name. <laughs> 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 so that and then um, the Saturday, what we call them? Saturday against Portland. Yeah. So that should yes. be. Let's see. If, do we use this as fire or do we use this as? Yeah, I guess we'll see, right? Yeah. Is this a uh, uh, warning or 
um, a wake up. And do we get our, one of our other center backs back or no? It's well, Justin still, Glad, I heard that Justin Glad, you he was might, training, right? might expect Justin Glad and some of these other players to be playing Wednesday night, get some fitness. Some of the young players, I imagine see Bodie Davis, maybe maybe that Chris Garcia kid that keeps tra- following the team around. <laughs> the what team. is he doing at practice that is not allowing him to participate? I don't know. I don't like, is he making fun of Minestroni or something like that? And he's like, yeah, hey, I'll show Say you. You can sit wrong. on the bench, man. Yeah, What's whatever. my name? Minestroni? Nope. On no, the bench. On the bench. Do you know how many international goals I've scored? Do you know how many World Cups I played in? Sit down, kid. I don't know. I saw. I I watched a clip the other day of Pablo, and he had great hair. He had like dreads and stuff. I was like, Pablo had dreads, bro. Yeah, I go back and see the World Cup. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember if it was the Italy game or right see, around. I there. knew I liked this guy. He had some hair, bro. It was good well, looking hair. They. I saw it last week, and someone. Was like doing a rest in peace because I don't know if you remember that photo shoot that they did, and Pablo Mastroeni was like kind of leaning over the um, drinking fountain. What? For what? For Real or the national team? National team or something. Um, look up Pablo Mastroeni, Minestrone. There's your homework. Water fountain. They did a rest in peace because they upgraded and changed out the water fountain the water fountain is no more oh man so sadly you cannot go you can't go pose and then tweet at him and on your pilgrimage on your pilgrimage to, tour of uh weird <laughs> south africa did you it sounds like brendan found <laughs> the picture <laughs> i had no idea he looked like this <laughs> i love it yeah That's so hilarious. look up pablo Rastorini water fountain pablo you it's are like the funny. coolest dude look at him on a bench what then, the heck is going on and then don't look up his uh, he had the uh the handlebar mustache like a year or two ago yeah that was not a good dude, one dude not pablo man i want to be friends so, with you bro Oh, we, Come on over to, to my house for we'll watch the game together. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, I don't know if there's anything else we can say. Although talking about the game, I I would want to say throw out one thing. I think that the surprise player to me so far has been Marcelo Silva. A hundred percent. The yeah. dude has taken on solid. the role of team captain, and he has been absolutely solid, as solid as you can be. Uh, Especially with Glad going down, because that's his partner in crime. You know, usually you're a center back pairing, uh, and yeah, yeah, he's he's done well under the circumstances. Hopefully, we can get that guy a goal. You know, on on our set pieces, he gets in there a lot and mixes it up, and yeah, he gets close. But man, he has become one of my favorite players this year because we don't talk about him. Yeah, there's nothing to say. The dude's doing a great job. So. That would be the only thing, and, and I think he was one of the few players, him and, and Yaziel Orozco, that did not let us down, really, mm-hmm. yesterday. I think he still had some fight, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens on Saturday in, in Portland, and hopefully they uh, don't Just... uh, f- uh, flame out against... Uh, they've had some horrible track records in, oh, yeah. in the Oh, yeah, like Open when Minnesota see, wasn't a team, and we went there, and there was like eight goals. See, I don't think Pablo's going to let him do that, though. I think Pablo's got him on, I mean, Minestrone, not Ruiz. Um, but I think uh, Minestrone's got a really, really good mindset to keep them as, like, use this as a learning experience. Well, this is yeah. a good week to test that. U.S. Open Cup, take it serious, get a win. 
because this is the quickest way into the CCL, Absolutely. win the U.S. Open Cup, and then see who shows up, if they show up, how they show up in Portland on Saturday. Right on. All right. And going to get to that Crawley yes, update? the Come On Crawley update. The team, you know, you get bought out by crypto, and you just go crazy. They are 3-0 and uh, after the uh, Wagme <laughs> group. Wagma. Wagma, Wagme, however Whatever. you want to – Bought the team. They are three and zero. They had the, the the Easter weekend. They they beat uh, Walsall, like you do. Oh yeah, like you do. One nil. Everyone takes it to Walsall on Monday, and then on Friday <laughs> that was on Monday. What do they take to Walsall? <laughs> and last Friday they were two one winners over Newport. Well, so. Newport's by the port. It's fairly new. Fairly mm-hmm. new. Yeah, they must have offered some NFTs to all the players. Like, hey, we just bought you. Here's a complimentary NFT. Here's some oh, fungible yeah, tokens. Let's get so, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. They've had some um, question and answers with the new owners. And they actually didn't buy the team with crypto. They bought it with actual fiat. money. Fiat. Or what with cash, about 5 million pounds. About, so, like, 7 million bucks. Mm-hmm. But they are... Um, I've listened to some of the question and answers with... Uh, a couple of the owners, there's a couple of podcasts that they've talked about this. Um, they're really trying to build up the fan base. And then they're not trying to sell NFTs and all of this uh, newfangled stuff. New wave of... To the um, Crawley Town, existing Crawley Town fans, but bring in the NFT community around the world to support and be fans of Crawley Town. So. Kind of idea. a cool idea. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, let's see if it could works. be interesting. I'm kind of... Or they could really screw up your club <sighs> really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see, right? But I, I, Just the, a bunch of 18-year-old fans. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> Some kid in his basement owns <laughs> half your team now. Bro, I heard this guy has a bored ape. It's so cool. <laughs> I can't remember. I was going to keep a note. Sells it all in Dogecoin. <laughs> there's a team in like the sixth level, like oh. one or two down below Crawley Town, that... Um, was bought by a bunch of teenagers in England. Really? I had to look that up for uh, wow. we for verification. It. Yeah, so League Two, Crawley Town is uh, turned it around. They should have. Uh, they've got four games left. They're at sixty points. They're not in the drop zone, right? No, they're they're nowhere Brent. near the drop zone. They're in twelfth. They're okay. ten. They're nine points out of the seventh place for the promote for the playoff. Yeah, the top two get promoted. Actually, the top three get promoted, and then. Um, playoff for the four, point. five, six, and seven playoff for the last spot. And they're nine points out. It's it's a bit of a stretch. Um, they'd have to win the rest of their games and hope that other top teams, teams in the league catch. don't. But uh, sadly for Scunthorpe, yeah, they're getting relegated. Yeah, good old Scunthorpe. They they deserve to go down. Let's be honest. Well, uh, yeah, I guess if you finish last in League Two, that's how it works. <laughs> Scunthorpe. 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 Which is kind of sad because it will be the first time in 72 years that they have not been in the EFL, wow. the English Football League, which is the top four leagues, the Premier League, yeah. Championship League, Long League Two. And once you get relegated out of League Two, it is very so difficult because back. you end up in the National League or the National League South, I think the two names. And then only one team out of those, and there's like 24 teams or more <laughs> in those two divisions. They only promote one, right? They only promote one from each of those leagues. So two two go down out of League Two, 
and only one comes back. One comes back. Well, two come up, but one yeah. from each league. So, oh. because Knotts County, oh. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, Knotts. Knotts County, and not last year, but the year before, they were relegated out of League Two for the first time in their 157 year history. Wow. They're in in the top four leagues, and now I know I'm boring. Everybody. Well, uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I do want to reignite this fire here. Scunthorpe has a pretty dope jersey. Oh, yeah. and and They're their the nickname. They're yeah. called the Iron. That's like actually that. pretty rad. Poor yeah. Scunthorpe, though. They yeah, got they got those, like, this old Colgate toothpaste bottle jersey. That's kind of cool. Yeah, there are some great jerseys in the English. Yeah, I'm, I think that's pretty rad. So, but sad for the fans of Scunthorpe. And, you know, sad for Derby fans, right? Yeah, Derby. Derby. Too bad. But good for Fulham. They qualified. Yeah. They're, they're coming back up to the Premier League. That means our boy yeah. Anthony Robinson, Mr. I do backflips when I score for the national team. He'll be back. And Fulham, they've got that uh, Mitrovic. Yeah, Mitrovic. Alexander Mitrovic. Mitrovic scored 40 freaking goals this season. <laughs> in the championship. In the championship. That's hard to do in any league, honestly. Yeah, like 40 yeah. goals. He's just Champion. like. Yeah. Can't now stop do it in the Premier scoring. League, boy. Do it. That'd be awesome. We'll see how it goes. They'll be in the Premier League next year. The they second, won't be playing Second place in the championship has 26 goals. And he's wow. got 40. He's just tearing it up. So that is the uh, Come On Crawley update. and uh, Brought to you by? Brought to you by me. Brant. U- yeah, Utah's original Crawley Town football fan. <laughs> <laughs> Crawley Town founder NFC. of all of the Crawley Town fan clubs in Utah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I ordered US. some. <laughs> this isn't a put on. I am a fan. <laughs> I, I ordered. They had a sale. On, so I ordered oh, some gear. Yeah, like you do. Yeah, like you do. I ordered some gear, and then I got an email like a week or two later saying, hey, uh, update on your order. Uh, denied. No way. Yeah, we refunded it. Denied? So, so I, I can't pay in I called them up like you do, tokens. right? <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Yeah. You call the them up. Okay. I called them up. I uh, made sure I was calling them uh, when they were awake. Awake and alive. Like a, like a so seven-hour difference. Yeah. yeah. And so I called them up and said, hey, what's up with my order? Yeah. Said, oh, well, we can't. Because of Brexit, we can't... Oh, they can't Brexit your stuff to you? You can't email it. I guess they can't mail it to me because I guess it's too expensive or something. Well, I said, well, I'll pay. And so the lady at the at the club store um, says, well, this was like last Thursday. He says, well, we're not going to be opening until next Thursday because, you know, the holiday and civilized situation over there. Um, she says, well, I will go and find out. I'll take it to the post office and find out... Uh, how much is going to cost, and then call, give me a call on Thursday. Yeah. How many pounds did it cost? Talk about a hometown type of thing. Yeah. Um, the sale, I, I think I, I spent like 35 pounds on the stuff, and then I clicked on the uh, the only thing I could click on for postage, which was like five pounds in the U.K., but it'll probably be more. It'll probably be. Dude, have Ken and uh, Jeff buy it. Yeah. Well, Just my, have I, Ken and Jeff buy it. Well, then they have to ship it to me. Yeah. Or bring you it pay to for you. It. You pay for you. Well, it's the same thing. Venmo them, month. and then you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Venmo. But then them. they have the stuff, and I don't have it. Well, just another reason for you to go over there, <laughs> right? I know. And you good can take me. To, <laughs> yeah. To make yeah, because make yeah, we haven't mentioned that my daughter and her husband, and then two of our three grandsons, three grandkids live in Cheltenham. So. Number two and number three, yep. on the cool scale. 
on the cool scale. Yeah, so it works out local, well because we have our we have our favorite oldest grandson who lives in England. We have our favorite American-based grandson who lives with Brendan because that's his kid. <laughs> and then we have our our favorite uh, youngest grandson who also lives in Cheltenham. So I got there all. You go. Got to be fair, man. So favorites well across So the board. I will keep you updated on the uh, on my order, the Crawley Town order. Okay, just not on Scunthorpe anymore. No more Scunthorpe updates. Scunthorpe. Whatever. I think the we went iron. too far with that. <laughs> Perhaps. But I, that's, I think it's where we I, crossed the can line. Can I do on my segment yet? That's right. We oh, need to we get to gears? Yeah, gears. We need to get you, to. You haven't even grinded my gears yet. Let's, Let's grind some gears. We'll end um, with what grinds my so gears. So, other than not having the most favorite child because of where I live, um, what <laughs> you really. You have the favorite American based <laughs> grandson. Right, so much favoritism. Okay. So. What grinds my gears besides the baseball field for a soccer field? It's hard now, to get past that. This happens a lot on the bigger stage, you know, like Premier League, Bundesliga. And I feel at the bigger stage, it's cool. You know, you can get a yellow card for it sometimes, but, you know, generally it's cool. It stands for something, right? But when it's at an MLS game, I feel it's kind of just like, ugh, whatever. When they score a goal and then they lift their shirt up and it has some sort of writing, I just feel like it doesn't have the same, like, gravity of a message when it's MLS. Like, dude, you're probably, what, like, 100000 a year? 200000 200, you're So like, what, what's the cutoff? Um, how much do you have to make before your shirt <laughs> well, <laughs> means something? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel <laughs> like... Good, good question, actually. Well, I think yeah, it's I think because... That's a fair question. <laughs> because I think it's the gravity of the game that you're in yeah. that you're showing a passion. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. showing, you know, like, a, you know, F you or, you know, like, this one's for my son, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Something like that when the game is much larger. But when it's an MLS regular season game and you're throwing your shirt up like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he did it like three times because he scored four times. Yeah. But... So what are you saying that all the times that you scored and did that in West United Rec League that we shouldn't have cared? No, I never even celebrated when you lifted your shirt, up, up, when you your shirt up and had writing on your bare chest. Yeah, here, take a look at my man boobs. Like, West no. side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just grinds my gears because I'm like, dude, yeah. come on, man. No, like, if I it's, get it. If it's the playoffs, you. though, and you do something like that, yeah. lift your shirt up. You got some writing? That's cool, man. But when it's a regular season game, like, dude. Chillax. Plus, you won six zero. So, like, really right. chill. Like, come on. That's what grinds my gears. You know. That's a good one. Fair assessment. Fair for that. Fair. Good stuff. All right, I'm done. You should follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You can email us. Uh, we have some interviews coming up. If you want to be interviewed, one of the things we talked about, and we are going to get to it. Mm-hmm. It's part of our. Just took way too much planning. We did not expect this much planning to be <laughs> involved. <laughs> Who, who knew? But if you want to be a random fan on Random Fan Podcast, we would love to have you. So hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, RSL Random Fan Podcast at yep. Yahoo.com. Don't be shy. Yep. You yep. can email us email. RSL Random Fan Podcast. <coughs> excuse me. Don't add the cough. Or the excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> at, at Yahoo.com. Okay. The email is on the Twitter. So Good. the email is on the Twitter. Yeah. You said that like a man who's over 40. <laughs> the email is on the Twitter. I know what Twitter you mean. Yeah. And, and it was, Look us up. Follow us on Twitter. You, you want to know the young. exact email. Yes. So we, please do. That is right there where you can see it. Absolutely. It's on the Facebook as and well. And please let us know, you know, what we're doing right. What you think. Uh, yeah. So like, we dislike. can. I happen to, just like we talked about Crawley and the, these, these little teams in. The smaller leagues in England, maybe 
Somebody loves the Bundesliga. Maybe Bundesliga won. Maybe you got a team. You know, send Bundesliga us your favorite two. jersey. I would love oh, to hear yeah. that. Like, send us your favorite jersey. What you think, like, even if it's a low, low team or even like a high school team, send us a pick. That'd be awesome. And we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, there are some great jerseys out there. Mm-hmm. I fully agree with that. All right. So, episode 10. All done. Thanks for listening. I'll say goodnight. And toodles. You gonna and, say something? And if you believe, then just stand <laughs> up on your feet. <laughs> and see you Wednesday if you can make it. Awesome. Uh, see ya. Bye.